And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where we are actually just, you know, doing digital and it's just me and Kyle today. Uh, I am your co-host, Stephen Antony. Digitally across from me, like I just said, is the man who is bringing golf back to Alaska. Make golf great again. Uh, is Kyle Redding. That's a hot statement. That is uh, that is one to be said. Uh, super happy to be here. We are back in the digital world having another podcast and um it feels good you know like yeah this is one of those things where yeah we don't have a guest today but we're gonna just continue to keep plowing that's what we're known for is just <laughs> w- we plow yeah no i mean honestly i i think i i should put that on our uh on our like portfolio resume is like um that's one thing that we're known for is just to plow that's and i'm getting plow, it tattooed on me we plow well you know, yeah. we're not farmers. Uh, we're just digital content creators, but we can plow the digital fields mm. with our seed. <laughs> yeah. Give me some hose and I will be plowing. You know, that's it's a farming <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're back in the saddle. Um, you just got back to town. What? Four, I did. 24 hours ago. Uh, yeah, ish, like 48, like two days ago almost. Uh, came in late Saturday and, um, and then, you know, right back to it yesterday. Um, and so that's why this podcast is a little late because it's been um, kind of a whirlwind. I just, you know, stepped back into the world, the real world, if you will. Um, and I was gone for like two weeks. Yeah, and it was a long time. It really was. It, I mean, it, you know how vacations are like if yeah, you know, they're really enjoying it. It goes by super fast and it kind of did go by super fast, but there was days where it was just like, Oh wow. You know, like we're all, this is only Tuesday, man. I thought today was like, we were leaving tomorrow. So there was days like that, but me and the wife, we went down to where I grew up, uh, upstate New York. And when I say upstate New York, um, some people think like, you know, city or, um, you know, concrete jungle. no, 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 my friends. This is, we're very, uh, speaking about farmers. Yeah. You're farm like people. A hundred percent. Actually. Uh, so we were there for a week seeing my family. Cause that's where, you know, we talk about my parents. That's where they live. So we were seeing them. Uh, we actually went back. I showed Alicia my childhood home. Cause I wanted to, you know, I wanted to kind of, you know, get back in touch with my, my childhood. I think I've, I've been talking about that on here. It's like, I've been getting back into drawing again and painting. And, and I was just like, you know, what? I want to take a walk down memory lane. So I, you know, we took a drive and we went down to the places that I grew up in and went to the house. And I think, you know, Ali, I've told Alicia, like I grew up around cornfields, which is funny because my last name cornfield. Sure. Uh, I don't think she like understood Exactly. Like how close we were to cornfields. Like literally it's like one acre of land is where we lived and that's where the house still sits. Mm-hmm. And literally for, I don't know, a, a mile um, behind us and this to the sides of us in front of us, it's just farmland. 
And mm. literally, you know, since it's the season, it, there was a cornfields all around us. About. So we're we talking like signs close to a cornfield yes. or interstellar kind of yes, like very much. So, uh, I mean, like I remember walking out my front door as a kid and then being able to play hide and go seek in the cornfields. Mm. That's how close we were. That seems um, scary at night. Cornfields seem very we never did it at night. eerie. No, I was always uh, scared of the dark and some might say I'm still am. Um, but, uh, no, we never did it at night. We always did it in the day. Um, and then we got like la- these laser tag, like mm. cheapos from Toys oh, yeah. R Us. And then we played laser tag in the cornfield. It was actually Man. pretty cool. Pretty cool. I could see that. I could see that conversation. Alicia, let me show you where little Steven really (laughs) came to age (laughs) oh god yeah i mean Uh, that's kind of cool though to get a shower like where you you grew up and a different a different look at you know what built her husband essentially exactly yeah and i think you know we walked i mean you know we grew up religious too so we went by the church and uh my dad's old workplace and um you know it was just for me it was like wow you know i haven't been back there and i mean I go back to this area at least once a year, right? Maybe twice a year sometimes. And I never like go to where I grew up. My parents live in a different place, different house. They're about 20 minutes away. And so this time I was like, no, we're going to do it. Let's go take like a three hour drive and just run around and just kind of like take it all in. And it was fall there too. And straight on fall. Like it was crazy because when we left our fall had just ended basically all leaves were almost off the ground on the ground and uh then we get there and it was just like gorgeous oh i forgot how beautiful it was um so i mean it was just it was a great time yeah so then we did that then uh we took her to philadelphia um and then we did like the whole history tour uh independence hall where they signed the declaration and liberty bell Benjamin Franklin's home, um, stuff like that. And then the last four days of the trip, me and Alicia, we went to New York city, just Mm. the two of us, which man, that city, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, uh, we stayed in Manhattan and Manhattan is just like bustling, bustling, dude. Like a hundred percent of the time, no matter what time of day, it's just constant. It's just, it's a little like culture shock going from like here in Anchorage to New York city. Um, and so, but we loved it. It was great. We did, we did all the, we did all the cool shit. We went to a comedy show, comedy it, show. What was the club called? Gotham comedy club. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was, it was, a uh, you know, like we weren't really planning on it. And then Alicia was like, well, we're in the city now. Like, let's go to a comedy show tonight. And I was like, Psh, that sounds awesome. Let's go. So she booked it. And then we go to this comedy club and there was like, you know, two, there was three comics. And then the third one, I actually like recognized from like social media, right? They pop mm-hmm. up every once in a while. And I was like, Oh my goodness. I recognize them from like TikTok." And then, um, the host came up after the third one and was like, you know, Hey, here at Gotham comedy club, you never know who's going to show up. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Jim Gaffigan. So like total mm. surprise, total Hot like, pocket. oh man, dude, yeah. that was, I was like, holy shit, our first night in New York City and we're seeing like this ginormous comedian with maybe, I don't know, it's probably like 100 plus people, maybe yeah. probably like 200 people maybe in that area. And, uh, you know, just very intimate, very like close. I was like, holy crap, I could, we could see him, you know, in a giant arena, but here he is in this small club. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was fun. We did yeah, that, I wish we could have more opportunities like that to see like some super cool organic things, but you're never going to yeah. really have that in Anchorage, but I mean, don't, never say never, never say never. I, I'll say it. Yeah. Never. <laughs> <laughs> We're about the yeah, last maybe. stop for most musicians yeah. and everybody on their world tours. They're like, that you're the one state we haven't been to. Yeah. And I uh, always say that. They yeah. Say that. Um, I do think about that sometimes, like when I'm much older, you know, Lord willing that we all make it to old age, but like coming, if you leave Anchorage or something, and if you came back, like let's say 15 years later and you were with friends or family that, didn't grow up here or didn't have like a lot of years here and being like the tour guide be like, Hey, this is where, you know, the pioneer bar was yeah. or is, yeah, I don't it's see probably, that place going away. Probably will still be. Yeah. Right. And so like piles ca- forever, kind of that cool sensation of being like, I know all about this area. And like, these are all the cool yeah. places I used to hang out with or at when I was younger. Right. And there's something about that. Like, I think about that with like Caroline, like let's say we move someday and then we come back to Alaska when she's 18 or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, this is where I spent the majority of my years. And this is the house you blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this used like, to be called the anchor. Now it's I the, passed uh, out right Anchorage there. Police department. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There was a stabbing right here. And now <laughs> it's the police department, you know, yeah, they go I, where I crime did, is. <laughs> I did like that aspect of showing Alicia, like hometown. Uh, we actually like on our way to Philadelphia because we drove from um, where we lit, were in New York to Philadelphia. And that's like a four hour drive. Right. Mm-hmm. But on our way there, we took a, like a, an hour pit stop, probably like hour out of our way to go to my actual like birthplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived there for like the first four years of my life, but I don't remember much of it, but we always went back you know, when I was small about once a year and saw family and friends and there's this one sandwich shop called Screpsies, uh, very like hole in the wall. Like you would, if you didn't know that they had the best sandwiches in the world, you would probably just drive on by. Sure. Um, and so I was like, you know what? It's been like 15 years, maybe more since I've had a Screpsies sandwich. I was like, I remember this being like the best thing in the world. I was like, let's go an hour out of our way to go to Screpsies. And so that's what we did. We did. And uh, sandwiches still hold up, man. Okay. I was going to say, I hope it didn't Oof. suck. The, it's like, <laughs> yeah. How bad with that? We've gone been? downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Screpsies. Wow, this place is, sucks. I, yeah. Man. Wow. Uh, no, it was great. Um, and so, yeah, just the whole trip. It was just like a good rejuvenation, a good refresher. Um, and I'm coming back and I have some clarity you know do you ever use the vacations for like a little bit of like okay let's what what do i want you know the 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 next several months to look like when i get back to anchorage i have that all the time on vacation and it usually is a fading feeling because as soon as i get back in the grind that it's like i totally forget like everything i would planned on doing and i always wonder why that is like why is it when you're going to a place to relax and unload and unwind that your mind starts moving a million miles an hour about like, what can I improve? What can I do? How can I make more money? How can I, I be a better person? Yeah. And it's like, is that what retired people feel like all the time is like, they don't have anything. So it's like, Hmm, what's my life mean? Bro, 
<laughs> I just don't. I, I mean, I think that's how we're built. I don't think I'm, I'm never able to like turn it off. You know, do you think that's how we're built though? You think like, I, I always, I, th- I think it's just because we're like, we're, we're, you know, for me and you specifically is like, we have success in our brains. Like we want that, I don't know, flag at the end of the, the, the hole to like, you know, to get to, to get the ho- the ball in. Oh, a uh, golf analogy. I like it. I was going to try it. I was going to try I was like, I, I got to speak to Kyle on his yeah. terms right now. Uh, I, I'm, so it's like, you know, in my head, I'm always like, okay, I don't have to focus on like anything else, but what I want, you know, what I want when I get back. And I think that's like uh, to something that's, I'm always, always thinking about, but yeah. now when I'm on vacation, it's more like, okay, take it all back. Let's, you know, soak it up, but also let's be thinking about what's next. Yeah. I can't turn it off. I think it's, um, more a result of where we're at, like as humans nowadays, because like, I just don't imagine 500 years ago when you're like, let's say you're a cobbler, you're working on shoes every day, nice. right? I don't think you're like thinking as a cobbler, like, man, you know, uh, what am I going to do when I'm retired or like, how can I better myself? Like, should I start working out? Like, should I be a Maybe better you dad? Are, though. Like I've never been a cobbler. I don't know. Well, I, I'm also thinking like nowadays with all the information we have and everything, like there's such a strive to like be better and like do more yeah. constantly where I think you just spent like, the majority of human civilization, like just trying to survive and like, be like, I yeah. need to just like provide food. Well, <laughs> and, see, maybe, and maybe that's where, where it is, where we're different from that time period is like, we got the, like sort of, uh, to a point we got the survival thing down. Right. We, we, we were like, when we get back, when I get back to Alaska, I'm not going to go hungry. I'm not going to like, you know, have to, yeah, you have first food. world problems is all right, you have. Exactly. Right. And so it's like, it's now it's a different, you know, mindset where we also, like you said, we also have access to all this digital content and it's like, oh, well, I want a piece of that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's just different times, right? Where we have so much more at our fingertips than that. I mean, a I- cobbler in the 1800s did. Yeah. And that's why I kind of feel like that's why everybody is just so unhappy every, for the most part nowadays, Maybe because it's I mean, a big comparison game to what everybody else has. Cause you know what everybody else has in the world now. Yeah. Then is, you basically looked at everybody in your town and you're like, I'm doing okay. You know what? <laughs> yeah. As long as compared to those people, I'm doing yeah. all right. Yeah, as yeah, long yeah, as nobody yeah. comes and raids and kills all those, we're, <laughs> I'm doing okay. So got food, that's all I need. I'm trying yeah. to keep that in perspective because it's just that's like, I want more a lot of times. And I'm like, why do I want that? Is it because I'm bored or is like at the end of the day, we've won kind of the lottery in life. You oh, and yeah. I, and, oh, and most people we know. And it's like, we have, hardly any struggles and so it's like how do we invent a struggle Struggle. (laughs) to overcome yeah and it's just weird but that's regardless i think that also comes from is i've been going down some weird youtube rabbit holes um and i got stuck on this channel that basically is journals of people throughout time 
Um, and so it's basically a journal from somebody in some walk of life. And it's like a period of their time that they just kind of read the journal. Mm-hmm. And so the two that I read were very morbid and dark. The first one was That's an executioner dark. from okay. uh, like, so we're know. talking like, this is like dark stuff. Uh, sometimes, but I mean, just like the fact that they kept journals, you know, in 1553 and he documented everybody he had to execute and what they had done. Oh, and so it's just this normal dude. That's his job. And he's like, you know, uh, John Francis Sinclair, you know, thief hung him. Uh, and then he goes down the list and he like tells all these stories about different people. And I was like, this is such a weird, like job in a nutshell. And that's what his family trade was. And his dad did and his kids did. And I'm like, that's so odd that, you know, imagine I, I can't. I can't because no. how awful of a PTSD job that would be. Oh yeah. I can't. I mean, no, no, thank you. Uh, I mean, in my head, if that was like my dad's job and like, that was like what I had to do. I, oh, man, that would be the toughest thing. Well, it's right? kind of like being like a funeral home director. Like a lot of times that's like a family yeah. business and embalming and stuff like that. And it's like, you kind of, you have a choice, but it's kind of like, hey, son, this yeah. is what this is what I do. This is what you should do. We do. We do have. I do. Have, actually, it's funny. We just saw like a lot of this was like Alicia's first time meeting family. Right. This was another reason why we wanted to go back, because every time we've gone back, it's been COVID time. Uh, and so this was the time. And so we met a lot of family and we do have a, a I don't know if he's a he was he's not a funeral home director anymore, but he was. Mm-hmm. And so he did like the embalming and all that stuff. And I was telling her about this and she was just like, Oh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like he did like my grandparents funerals and like, mm. I don't know how, how you do that, especially with loved ones that, you know, I was just like, I don't understand. You just get in the mindset, you know, like yes. over time, just dig in and grab these guts out and pull them. I'm just like, Nope, not, not, not for me. I don't think they're not making a me. jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they do that. I, you I mean, know, they, you know, don't they go the, in and they make and the Y cut out? and then they do the ribs and the, don't they, but don't they go in and start grabbing stuff? Yeah. I don't know if it's like, uh, you know, like a uh, sloppy Joe's like they're kind of like <laughs> doing it. I'm I sure they're, never, it's not something I'm like Googling. Like how do they embalm a body? Like I, I, I just imagine like them just being like, let's just get this stuff out of here. And then well, they just pick up a pile of, of guts and then, you know, put, put it in the in trash. Bag. Well, they put or, different organs in different bags and it depends if it needs an autopsy or not. And then they have, they have you to inject a fluid that goes through the veins to push out basically all the, the leftover blood oh, and everything. And yeah, that's so weird. Uh, that's there's so a movie. Weird. Speaking no, of good. this, this is I'm all good. Halloween yeah, because Halloween be is talk- where this releases scary stuff. Yeah. Um, there's this movie and I'm trying to remember it. I think it's called, um, the embalmer. No, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay. Uh, And I watched it with Molly. I'm going to look. Oh, really? 2016. I love that. You you know, Molly will actually like, uh, Emile Hirsch. I know him. And so the premise is that it's exactly that it's a family. Yeah. It's a family that does, um, a funeral home service. And then they essentially get this body of a Jane Doe unidentified Uh woman and they have to do an autopsy on it and it goes bad. 
And that's yeah. all, all okay. kind of say, but right. it's, you should watch it. It's just that, the, just the, uh, I'm, I'm like watching the trailer right now. I'm like, oof, this seems like something that I not sure it was I actually want to watch. There was a couple intense scenes, uh, for sure that I was like, Ooh, I like, I kind of like this, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't been watching too many scary movies. Um, so I don't know if I'll watch this. It yeah. does look good though. I like that. There's like Brian Cox, Emil Hirsch. Like I know the director's name. I've seen his name before. So it seems interesting. Yeah. Uh, it seems really creepy though. Yeah, two years yeah. ago, I think it was that the memories have been popping up is when I was like doing the 30 days of October oh, to watch. Yeah. And so those movies pop up. I'm like, man, I watched a lot of movies and like, I think yeah. I got to like the 22nd of October and then I like kind of gave up and I watch, I binge watch Squid Games because that had just kind of oh, came out so not good. too long ago. I can't wait for season the new one. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely give it a old gander. Um, yeah, I, I'd be curious how they're going to do the second one. But um, anyway, I'm still watching the trailer uh, and it looks like it's getting a little interesting. Anyway, I'm going to turn this off. Um, yeah, you don't want to get scared, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, not on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and have you been have you watched any scary movies? I definitely haven't. Like I said, I, I, um, I'm trying to remember if I brought, brought this up. Interest last time was the Terrifier movies. The clown oh, yeah, ones. You did. Yeah, yeah, I started watching watch the those. second one. And it just starts off like real heavy and I just have not been in the mood for yeah. like super gory. Like that's what that, what that, that's what that movie is about. That's whole premise just, is just like just, gratuitous. Like, uh, I saw that they're making a, a new third. One. Yeah. The, it's going to be like Christmas and they're yeah. like deck the halls with entrails. That was yes. like their slogan. So he has like and Santa's like, head in the, yeah. The, and I'm like, I was like, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip all of those. Um, I did see, I, I am curious about watching this new movie, five days of Freddy's or five days, oh, at five Freddy's. nights at Freddy's. Five nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, so I might, I might pop that in. It's PG 13. So it should be pretty. Um, yeah. And I, friendly. I did read, I did read that it's like a, a scary movie for kids. And so yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. That's me. I'm well, a cause, kid. Cause it was a video game. Yes. Um, very popular on, kids steam video. and stuff like yeah. That. yeah and so then makes sense that they'd capitalize on that you know when are they gonna make like a Fortnite movie you feel like Probably that soon. would i feel like that would just kill like why why wouldn't they yeah. do that well it would have killed a couple a couple years, years ago. ago yeah i mean it's still do all right but it's like they're missing their chance but also like i don't know i'm i'm uh in the i'm like i want original content i want original you know, content to come back to Hollywood, not like video game adaptations or reboots or whatever. I'm like, let's go back to the original stories. Yeah. I like that. The like sequels, you know, I don't like the sequels either. Sometimes that new a 24 movie that's coming out. Um, it's called zone of interest. Never heard of it. I don't think we talked about that. It looks yeah. super. It's a super heavy zone topic. Of interest. Um, Essentially, it's World War II concentration camp, and it's about the guy that runs it, and his family lives next door to the concentration camp. So it's about his home life is what it looks like. It's about his home life and, like, raising kids as a German concentration camp, like, operator and how he has, like, a normal life while this terrible stuff is going on next door. The commandant. 
commandant of Auschwitz, Rudolf Haas. Oh, thank you. And his wife, Hedwig, strive to build a dream life for their family in a house and a in family in a house and garden next to the camp. Yeah. So they're right next to it. Okay. Yeah. They're no, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Cause like I, the trailer is like them living their life while there's kind of like screaming and terror, terror going on next door, but like trying to raise his kids to be like, you know, like this is right. This is wrong. You know, like a normal oh, parenting. That's tough. Yeah. But it's like that happened a hundred percent. Like, and yeah. you never think about that. Like these guys were like psychos. Someone, someone say like a question on Google is zone of interest, a horror movie. And like, uh, basically someone says like by rendering such extreme inhumanity ordinary, he reawakens us to its true horror. So it's not really like a horror movie. No, no, no. But it's yeah, just but I mean, like, it's- it, it would be like Schindler's list because that was, if you watch that one, that was like, you know, that was great, great storytelling, but tough, tough subject. Right. Very tough subject matter. I saw that movie when I was 12, maybe. Oh, wow. I was very young. Did you even understand it? Yeah, I was a big, like, World War II, like, interested in everything World War II. And I remember I was terribly sick before, like, I had a hockey tournament the next day or something. So I was laying on the couch with my family, and I was like, what's a World War II movie? And my parents were like, well you've watched most of them. There's one that we're not really super eager for you to watch, but it's important to understand how, what this was. And so we watched it and I remember like, I was like, this is black and white. Is this made in like this forties or fifties? Like just being a child, like I didn't understand it was like an artistic choice. Yeah. I read somewhere why they did that. I can't remember exactly why Spielberg decided to do that, but it was like, uh, and then there was like that one red dress girl. Like yeah. that's the only thing in yeah, color. The girl in the red dress. Yeah. And that was like at the, at its time, like kind of like, like vi- before pre visual effects. Right. It was just like, that was still like a big deal. Like, Whoa, how do they do that? You know? So that was, but man, yeah, I've only watched that movie once and I probably watched it. I was probably in my teenage years, similar to you. It was one of those movies. Older. Yeah. One of those movies, like, I don't ever have the urge to watch again. Like, Same. it's just not like, Hey, let's sit down. It's, like it's Friday night. Like passion of Christ. Right. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, excited to dive into that story again and watch that. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I just, I just saw a freaking reel from the two guys. I sent you that video from the Chad uh, and JT. Yeah. And I think it Chad's the dark hair one, right? Uh, sure. I don't know. The dark haired one that JT, either way. So he's talking about taking a girl on a first date who was one of his good friends to the passion of the Christ. (laughs) She's like a super Christian girl. He's not. And, um, they're watching the movie and he has a crush on her, but they're just friends. And he, he, uh, looks over and she's crying, obviously, because it's a super heavy movie, especially if you're, even if you're not religious, it's heavy. But like, yeah, when you have that connection to it. And so he's like, yeah, I thought I was smooth. I picked up the armrest and put my arm around her to comfort (laughs) her. And basically goes on to explain how he started becoming (laughs) aroused. Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> During that movie, out of yeah. all movies. Oh, man. Oh, that's I, I mean, it was it was just a funny delivery of how he was talking about yeah. it. But 
Uh, well, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I'm not watching any of those movies. I am going to watch Mission Impossible, uh, the new one here soon. I'm, I'm going to work my way through that. Um, and then, yeah, we, we haven't watched too many movies. Uh, I've been more focused on like, you know, watching stuff that, uh, is going to make me a better filmmaker. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, so like for this short film, it's like, I've been watching things that I'm like, you know, getting inspiration from and, oh, I should, you know, that's a good idea. I'll change this in the script. And, uh, sure. so I've been watching a lot of pushing daisies, um, which is one of those TV shows that I'm like huge. If you've seen the Indiegogo, mm-hmm. like I have a couple inspirations and pushing daisies is like numero uno. Uh, it's very like whimsical Tim Burton narrator, stuff like that. Right. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. Um, and just like, kind of romantic comedies here and there. Oh, Rom-coms. I did watch, I did watch, um, on the plane, actually the whole way to New York. Cause we had so many like long flights and layovers. I binged the whole series of the, the fall of the house of Usher. Mm, yep. Have you seen that yet? I haven't watched it. No, it is. It's good. I liked it. I really did. It's different than like Hill House or Blind Manor, like, you know, the guy uh, Mike Flanagan's done before in the past. But it, it definitely was. There were some moments, dude, there was one moment where like, I, I'm not going to give anything away, um, but like it was a big jump scare, giant jump scare. And I'm I'm sitting in the aisle seat. So I got a leash <laughs> on the window and I got this like random dude on my left. And like, I am like, you know, did you, you grab know him? How, Oh my dude. Okay. So here, let me set this up. Actually, this is pretty funny. I don't know why I haven't thought about this, but like, you know, there were some moments where like I wanted to hide it. Right. So I'm hiding my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, Oh man, this is like fucking like, you know, there's a scene where there's like some gore. Right. And so I'm just like trying to hide it. And so I'm leaning down on my, my tray and I'm like trying to like, you know, put my arms out so that Alicia doesn't see or this guy next to me or might've been a, a girl. Anyways, there's this giant jump scare and Oh, speak of the, Hey Alicia. Um, and, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm doing a podcast. I forgot to tell you. Uh, anyway, so I'm like leaning down and then this, I'm like, so I'm pretty darn close to the, the phone. And so as soon as like this jump scare happens, I flail back, dude, like hitting Alicia <laughs> and the person next to me. I was like, it, made me jump dude it was like and i like startled everybody i was like and it was like you know a night flight so like everybody's asleep and i'm like in there in my own little zone watching a horror movie so i just like flail back and like my headphones come off and it was just like a little embarrassing i was just like i was like man i was a giant jump scare and i just go back paddington i'm watching paddington (laughs) (laughs) but yeah there was some moments definitely where i was just like holy shit you know but that moment in particular and if you watch the show uh you might be able to guess what jump scare but definitely watch it the first episode or is it the second episode i think the first episode sets up sets it up the second episode is like when it starts to get like intense uh and that episode like alicia was alicia asked me asked me if i was watching porn (laughs) oh yeah yeah so that that'll give you one little like glimpse of what don't watch it on the plane yeah. Uh, and then, then it turns into uh, a horror movie for sure. And, uh, yeah. So definitely, I, I would say if you're into like scary stuff, watch that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I will. Everybody I've talked to is like, 
highly recommended it, but I, I have yeah, to applaud bad. you for being on a plane where there's all sorts of people and at least kind of like being mindful because like yeah. I've watched several movies on the plane where there are scenes where I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. Like somebody's seen that I'm watching this. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, don't mind me. Have I told you about the time I watched um, spiral the saw franchise? Oh. With Chris rock. Did I tell you I, I watched that on a plane? Yeah, I think so. But it so. wasn't like, it wasn't on my phone, so I wasn't able to hide it. It was on the freaking back of the seat. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, I was like, maybe this is less gory, but it's got Chris Rock in it. He won't go right. too hard, right? So I'm thinking, like, this isn't going to be as bad as the soft franchise. And I think I've talked about the story on here before. But, man, it, it was bad. It was yeah. really bad. But I watched the whole freaking thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, my, it was like a kid, like, two rows behind me. like He's watching. just, like, every, peeking through. Yeah, every time I'd, like, look back down the aisle, like, because I was right on the aisle, too. So, like, you know, three rows behind could watch it. I, like, look back, and the kid would be like, oh, I'm not watching. What am I? No, I'm not yeah. watching your TV. Oh, I'm Just watching. Like, my yeah, he was. My watching. favorite was I was on a plane and a guy had like a 24 inch laptop on his Damn. like a huge like gaming was it laptop one of those, it was what is it, one of those that like extended no, it was screens? just like a giant like alienware gaming <laughs> laptop right so he has it up damn and he's, that's he's, so big dude i don't that's know if it's 24 but it was like but still, big it was a giant yeah. one. not like a little macbook air and so he's watching a movie in the aisle seat falls asleep oh, and then no. his screensaver comes up oh no Oh, and it's no. a topless anime w- girl with like ginormous oh my boobs, God. just like spread oh seductively. And so that just like oh. boop, pops up and he's asleep. It's like no one's changing it. <laughs> no. And so oh, everybody's like man. sitting there like looking and be like, Jesus. Uncomfortable. Oh, my. <laughs> and so like, yeah, a flight attendant is like, uh, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> Your screensaver. Uh, Oh my god! <laughs> Your screensaver is offensive too. Dude, most. what if he was just trolling everybody? I mean, he, he might have. actually. It's probably like just a, faking it. That's a know. good bit. He's probably using it on his podcast somewhere and just like I was, I was faking sleep yeah. running. And I, I'm a well, prankster. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to jail uh, though. <laughs> Ronnie, you know, I don't know why I said Ronnie. We have a friend Ronnie, was it was Ronnie actually. Now that you say that from Sierra, like, I just I imagine his name would be Ronnie, and like Ronnie strikes again. Oh, dirty know? Ronnie and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes sense. Uh, how yeah, is the? Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask how's the uh, the video or the not the video, the film coming with Kickstarter stuff. Everybody yes. like. Everybody been pretty supportive uh, for the most yeah, part. Oh my goodness, dude. The, the massive amounts of support, uh, overwhelming, a massive amounts of support. Um, the Indiegogo, I, I think, so there's like one thing that's like, you know, I wanted to keep updating people that mm-hmm. Indiegogo was happening and here's what we're doing. And I was like, Oh, I'll be able to do this on vacation and I'll be able to work. And like, no, none of that happened. Right. I, I might've like posted like two or three times. Right. But I wanted to keep, giving people an update. So I actually extended the Indiegogo campaign yeah. um, just because I was like in my head, I was gone for 14 days. I was like, I really wasn't mindful of what I was doing and what I was promoting and how I was promoting it. And I wanted to share more. And so I extended it to the end of the um, November basically. Mm. And we actually, the all, and then the reason why too is like, I did it such a short amount of time in the beginning because we were supposed to be filming mid November. Right. But then we, postponed it to the first week in December and second week of December. And so like now I'm like, okay, 
now is the time that I'm really going to be going gung ho. Um, but a lot of people have been giving um, money, which is amazing. Um, it's one that's a difficult thing for me still is like asking people for money. And like, you know, when you're promoting something, you have to be very direct, right? Yep. It has to be like a call to action, like this, do this. And so I was phrasing it like, Hey, go check it out. You know, see all the videos and the graphics I made, but I really needed to be telling people like, Hey, we need you to donate, please donate. And then, you know, there was like, uh, stuff stuff happened up here that I was like, man, I don't want to like market against that GoFundMe because that's more like that means more to the community. Um, and so also there was a bunch of other things. So I was like, you know what? November is going to be the, the, the month of marketing. Um, and so basically from when this podcast hits till the end of November, this Indiegogo will be going live. It is live um, now at allergic to love film.com. Um, but you know, so I wanted to really give it its time. It's due. yeah for Thanksgiving. So giving yes. thanks for allergic to love. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, have you thought of any like creative marketing ideas? Because like one that sticks out is, did you ever watch the movie major league back in the day? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a blast. Like way best. back. Charlie Sheen, yeah. all that stuff. Yep. Do you remember there was like the girl in it who was like the news caster news reporter that like was like real hot. And so what the, I think it was major league anyway. So the, the manager decided to get a cardboard cut out of her in the, in the locker room. And each time they got certain amount of wins, they would remove a piece of clothing and then at the oh, end, I it was like remember her that. in the bikini or something like that. Oh, so I'm you're saying I should do that. <laughs> that like a Steven layout and then each thousand oh, dollars or that. whatever, you yeah. take off a piece of your clothing. And it's like I once think, we reach 20 percent, like, yeah. you know, my and it's a cardboard cutout. Yep. My hat I, goes off or whatever. Yes. You know? I think you keep it respectful, you know. Yeah. But also not. And you just see what happens. Like, I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do like a live stream, like, Hey, we're here to this. You know, you have like the meter for how much money you're getting raised. And once we hit here, this is coming off <laughs> of your cardboard cutout. What it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You. What if it, I mean, spoiler alert, it's just going to be me with a uh, boxers on and it's going to have Kyle's face on the boxers. Well, I was going to say, you That's could be it. like, um, what's his face? Bluth. You could be a never nude. And you're being, oh, yeah. you're wearing Just your jean jeans. shorts, your, <laughs> yeah. your jorts. That's not a bad tasteful, idea. You know, I, that, see, that's the one thing too. I love marketing. I love being creative about marketing, coming up with videos and coming up with ideas for graphics or whatever. And just like being gone for 14 days, I wasn't able to do any of that. And I wasn't mm-hmm. near like my, I, you know, my, 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 you know, hub. Hub, thank you, thank you. Um, and so basically, now that I'm back, I'm like, okay, now it's go time. Um, so stuff like that, that's what I'm looking for. Mm. Um, and so we're actually hiring a uh, marketing director for the film if you're interested. Yeah, um, well, I think I've given you nothing but gold, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but this is fun, man. I mean, I, I uh, went to a, an event yesterday and I shot uh, film for them, and there was a couple people that were just like, you know. Some that have donated, which thank you for whoever's donated money. Um, and some that haven't yet. And so they're just, but it was just kind of a buzz. It was just kind of like, how is it going? Like, wh- what are you guys up to? What are you doing? How's casting going? And so, which has been really great because casting, I mean, we probably are up like 20, 25, I think 
around there, maybe mm-hmm. even more of people. Um, and so, like I said, last time on the podcast, I have this like, you know, Milanote is what I use. And it's just basically just a ton, a ton of just Alaskan people, um, auditioning and mm-hmm. be, and it's a, it's a, a new thing for me to have strangers recite and perform my words that mm-hmm. I wrote. Right. That's kind of really, really cool because we've done that before me and you, and I've wrote stuff for us. That's different. Um, when you have a complete stranger who I've never met before, make a video and like perform the script or the section of the script we give them. Um, that's really, that's really uh, exciting. And it's like, makes it more real. Um, so yeah, we're, we're uh, almost done with casting as of this, this podcast dropping. And then are you guys going to have like a uh, meeting where you guys do a reading? Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I've actually loved watching some of those like online. Like you watch the readings mm-hmm. before the movies have taken place. And the one I watched was forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh and, yeah. And he comes um, out with when the, Jason the Siegel keyboard. with the keyboard and does yeah. the vampire, uh, the, the Dracula one. And I was like, dang man, he just like, I don't think people really knew he was going to do all that and sing it at that yeah. moment. And cause everybody was like, and laughing and all that stuff. And I was like, that's pretty ballsy. I, I, I love that uh, video. And I think it's because of that video and like other videos of like the last office reading, right. The mm. last episode of the office reading, like that I was like, Oh, we have to film whatever rehearsals we do. Sure. So we are planning on like, so basically how, um, and I'll probably use this as a clip is like, we're going to be, we're going to choose the people that we are like, you know, excited about. Um, and then we're going to get them in a room together and then we're going to do like, you know, a little bit of like, hey, how, how do they look together or, oh, yeah. um, let's do, how do they, you know, act together? Do they have a little chemistry? And, and then we're going to take it back a little bit from there and then make final decisions. And then once that happens, we're going to go into rehearsals. Um, so basically that means like maybe just my living room or someone else's living room or whatever. And then basically getting everybody and we're just going to be like, you know, you know, I'll give, I'll be giving directions and we'll be performing. They'll be performing and we'll just be like a creative collaboration going back and forth. Um, so that's what we're doing. And then we are filming the first week in December, um, and the second week. So we're like, we're doing it, uh, over a week I think, right now. Sweet. So very exciting. I'm very excited. I'm also yeah. very nervous about it because it's, it's, uh, that means you care. Do. That means you yeah. care. Steven. I think, and it, I think it's another thing too. It's just like adds a whole nother like level of like nervousness with this crowdfunder where it's like, I can't do this without people's help. And so that's yeah. another level of nervousness. And, you know, we have a deadline, right? Um, and so, but it's very exciting and uh, a lot of cool things are happening. And um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, you're, yeah. I think you just go on a 30 day trip in november and you do the craziest things for money for <laughs> every every week you have to do something insane uh you yeah. know like a polar plunge of some sort to i i thought about like doing um because you know you can do rewards yeah on the website and i thought about being like i will tattoo um the, everybody's the name title, <laughs> the title the title of the film on me and whatever and whoever um, pays the most gets to pick the location what if see, you had to get a the, neck I thought, tat i know but that's what that's what i'm saying like what if someone was like i want it right on you know right above your allergic <laughs> right to above love your, eye, your left eye yeah and i was like there's there's no um and so i was like 
may I didn't put that on the rewards, but I was like, maybe like I'll get a tattoo or, you know, and that spurs a little bit of, you know, viral video, whatever stuff, but I don't know. We'll figure it out this month though. Stay on the lookout. Everybody allergic to love film on Instagram, allergic to love film.com. That'll take you straight to the Indiegogo and you can learn everything about it. Um, and if you want to, you can donate money, which I would be very forever grateful. And, uh, there's a lot of cool rewards, a lot of yeah. good rewards out there. I agree. There, there's some collectibles you'll be able to get that nobody else will have. And so, yeah, and people love collectibles. collectibles. Yeah. Legendary collectibles mm. of Alaskan filmmaking community. And so when I you blow up one day, those are going to be worth so much. So think of it as a small investment for a big I, <laughs> Yeah. Also, my Venmo is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that, you know, we covered a, quite a few. I mean, we've touched on odd topsies. We touched, we we touched, touched a lot. I know. And we usually do. We're touchers. We're plowers what, and we're what touchers. What are you doing for Halloween? Anything? Just real quick. What are you doing uh, for Halloween? You know, taking the little one around. She's got a really cute fox costume. And fox? It's just, yeah, fox. Oh, you're going to be like, what does the fox say? You know, I've been saying that enough. But um, no, we're going to get her dressed up real warm and let her go knock on a couple doors, you know, yeah. Avoid nice. the houses that got the red flags on. I, I've the- thought about, cause we, we usually will keep the light off and we won't like, I just, oh, we don't, you're those people. <laughs> gotcha. Listen, I'm an introvert. When I step inside this house, I'm just like, you I don't, set the bowl of candy out there and you just let the bad kids that, take it all. And, well, that's something too. So I actually thought about this year, like, uh, keeping the light on eternal, like super eight and or motel eight and keeping the light on and actually doing that thing. Why don't you try to scare the kids, you know, give them, uh, give them what they want. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Well, uh, you dress up big and scary and then you wait for them to knock and then you swing the door open and you're wearing like some sort of like dark cloak and then you scream at them. And I'm like, You're just full of ideas, man. Or that's, what, that's your side hustle. Just idea generator. Kyle yeah. idea generator. Yeah. I You're mean, like, I just chat GPT has nothing on me. No, that's your slogan. Yeah. And I mean, it's just the idea of seeing fear in a small one's eyes is, <laughs> is always so fun for the adults. I don't know so. if I'll do that. I don't know if I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> I might, might hand out candy though. I might do that and uh, I'll report back if I do. Um, but I won't report back if I don't. So uh, Okay, mystery. so we'll, we'll know. Maybe a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, hey, happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody listening. Uh, we appreciate you uh, still listening, you know, even though, like Kyle said in the beginning, we're not having guests on right now um, for, you know, just because it's coming to the end of the year and, and the short film is taking up a lot of time. And so we appreciate you sticking with us and listening to us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, hit us up on all the social medias at Go Fix Yourself Podcast. Let us know what costume you're going to wear. If you're going to scare kids, I'd love to know what your strategy is because that's always and a highlight of the You know year what? For it me. doesn't even have to be Halloween. This could well, be like, just you how do you scare let us kids? Know in yeah. January, you could just like let us know how you're going to scare kids. Uh, well, like, I'd love it. We'll appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.